Hello and welcome to the last Hoosie podcast of 2018 with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, of course, we're going to be talking about the series finale of uh, this series of Doctor Who, The Battle of Ranscore Av Colos. Uh, but first, oh, actually, as well as that, we're going to have a, a little um, DVD review this uh, episode as well of the latest release from Real Time Pictures, uh, The Doctor's Villains. So that'll be coming up later on. But first, the last news items of the year. Well, from us anyway. Um, now, obviously, we at the end of this particular episode of Doctor Who, we got a, a trailer for the New Year's Day special, which you now uh, know is going to be called Resolution. Um, now, the other rumour that's come along with this as well, um, propagated by the uh, the Daily Mirror, which seems to be seems to have taken the place of the sun now, hasn't it, for Doctor Who rumour control? Yeah, I and mean, sh- should yeah. we be saying this? Because is this is this could this be seen as a spoiler? Well, I don't know. It, it's just a rumour. It's a rumour. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. What do you reckon? Should we? Should we cut this off midway through the <laughs> news item, or, or go ahead with it? Uh, I don't know. I mean, part of me sort of drawn to the fact. All right. That... All right. Let, let, let's do. It, let's do it this way then. The Daily Mail reporting that a, uh, I can say, a, 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 an old villain is returning. Yes. An old villain is returning. Um, yeah, okay, we're not going to say any more than that. But um, if that if that is the case, then it maybe we can say that you know Chibnall lies really. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, that's Who knows? a bit interesting. I just don't know. I I, don't, I, I, I wonder mean, if it's it could whether it had been double bluff on it. But there you go. You it don't could know, be. And to be honest, the trailer does sort of try and hint at that, if you see what I mean. Yeah. Just by the reaction of the Doctor, and we, we don't get to know uh, the answer to um, Graham's question, does it have a name? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah who it, knows? It, it, who it, knows? It, it's Ting. We know its name. It's coming. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Sorry. I've, I've Tim Shaw's back again. Oh, damn. Sorry, I gave it away. So That is a returning villain. <laughs> yes. He can now be classed as a returning villain. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, 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 yeah, maybe you're right, Paul. Maybe you're right. We we, we shouldn't really name it, but yeah, it, it, there's it's out there if you want to um, if you want to uh, look it up. Yes, what what the Daily Mirror is saying, but um, yeah, I, I'll be I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll be, I'll be disappointed or not if it was if it were true. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, it is a case that. I'd actually now be disappointed that if it is true that I know in advance. Yeah, I know, I know. It's which, is, which is sort of why I was then suddenly thinking to myself, actually, should we should say we ruin it for anyone else? Just yeah. in case there are anybody who has managed to avoid. Yeah. The, I mean, there there are the other references. theories of what this could be. This this, as it says in the trade, this you know the DNA has been buried in the earth for the last whatever. Um, so. There are other theories towards that, so yeah, who 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 can say? But the, the Daily Mirror is certainly running with their particular version yeah. version of events. Yeah, exactly. So, but we haven't got long to wait. Put it that way. No, we haven't got long to wait. But, um, okay, so that, so that's that. But the, of course, the other thing that comes off the back of this, uh, which the BBC have now confirmed, is that there's going to be no series of Doctor Who in 2019. We're going to have to wait till 2020. For this, yeah. What's what's your thoughts okay. on that? 
Um, I don't know. Well, to a, <laughs> my, my first thoughts on that is, what are we going to do for the rest of the year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, on, I must on, think, on, that on, did cross my mind as well. But uh. <laughs> It's very much saying this is the last one of the year and we're going to see you all in 2020. Goodbye. Yeah, um, farewell for now. <laughs> <laughs> it's... I, in some ways, it's not. Surprising. I mean, it depends on when they say twenty twenty. If 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 it's back February March, then there's not a massive difference between no, November no, exactly. and that. If we're talking next October November of twenty twenty, mm. then yeah, that's that's basically two years. Yeah, it is basically yeah. Um, so. I'm not really... Yeah, I, I'm in two minds about this one, to be honest, because um, I know we'll have a bit of a... Of, actually, maybe I'll sort of come to when we... Because obviously we're going to review the last episode. Yeah. Um, I mean, my, my worry is they need the extra time because Chris Chibnall's writing all the episodes. Of the well, well, this, well, actually, I think... I know we'll probably do like a little um, sort of series roundup um, at the end of this episode, and I think I might oh. save my opinions... On no series in 2019 until then, right. I think actually. So, yeah, I think I'll save it. But um, a lot, of, a lot of people. It's, it's disappointed a lot of people, um, obviously. And but I think it's also and delighted a few and delighted a few <laughs> others. Exactly, exactly. So um, anyway, but um, moving swiftly on now, some other uh, news coming out now. The, the series 11 soundtrack um, is going to be released by Silver Screen Records in uh, January. And it's going to be released um, on CD on a streaming services from the 11th of uh, January 2019. Um, I'm actually quite tempted to get the soundtrack to this particular series, to yes. be honest. I really am. Um, I never really sort of delved into the Murray Gold soundtracks, to be honest. I think I bought, I think I bought series three. Right. Um, soundtrack, I think, purely on the basis of the um, "This Is Gallifrey" right um, um, track, which I which I still think is a, a really good piece of music. Um, but yeah, the others I haven't really sort of dipped into at all. But this one, this, this from Sekanaganola, um, I, th- I think I've, I'd be really, really tempted with this one. And they re- they have pulled out the stops to get this out quite quickly. Yes, haven't they, they have. They really have. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm really tempted with this one. I think I might just pre-order this one um, from uh, from Amazon. Where yes. else? Where else? Of course. But um, yeah, I, I'm surprised how quickly they've rushed, they've put this one out though. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to wonder whether it actually features any of the music from um, the New Year's Day special as well. I mean, maybe. I mean, I suppose. I suppose it's something they could. They, they they've been doing as they've been going along, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, they have been working to that as a plan, and probably yeah. why it can't come out before January is more actually the fact that yeah, it's got music from. It could do, yeah. That's, that's, that's what I'm there. thinking. Um, but it's um, it's going for nine ninety nine, um, on on Amazon, which I don't, which I think is a pretty good price actually, and it appears to be a double CD as well. I was gonna say if it's if it's. Uh, 
if it has got anything from the New Year's Day one, is there a track listing to see if there's any so-and-so's theme? <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> I haven't looked. I'm not going to look. <laughs> now, um, next item of news. Now, this one I, I certainly didn't see coming. I don't know if anyone else did, but the um, the Macro Terror has been given the animated treatment and we're coming out on DVD or Blu-ray, sorry, in uh, March next year. Yeah. Um, wow. What I'm going to say. Now, if they if they could they could bring out an old animated, an old series that's been no missing episode that's been animated every month during next year, then I could quite live without. I think it would take the edge off there being no. Doctor. It would do, wouldn't it? It really would do. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't know why. I don't know why they've picked the Macro Terror. To be honest. Um, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. You'd be never quite sure no, why these things come along. I suppose it's it's there'd be interest in it from new who followers for because um, they have been mentioned. Yeah, and I can't remember the, name of the episode either. Actually, but um, gridlock, gridlock. Thank you very much. Yes, yes. Uh, so. I suppose they they feel yeah they they made that that sort of generated a bit of interest at the time, didn't it? Mm, yeah. In this as an episode, so yeah, no, I suppose I suppose. I mean, how do you pick any? Um, well, I, I just thinking maybe you know I I was actually thinking um, really to sort sort of finish off the um, web of fear to be yeah. honest because it, it doesn't look like that the, the still missing episode is going to be recovered because you know they, it. Mysteriously went missing under what well, whilst uh, Philip Morris's back was turned. So um, uh, I mean, or, or, I, may, or maybe they're still holding out on get, on getting that episode yeah, back. I, I mean, yeah, I, who knows? I, I get the feeling that they know exactly who's got it, and it's just mm. now a question of whenever they low, he lowered that person, he she lowers their price. Yeah, yeah, to the point that they can. Get it well, I just, back. I just sort of, I just sort of thinking. You sort of like, there's other sort of like Hartnell stories to. Um, to complete as well. There's a, there's a lot yeah. of his back catalogue missing. Um, I mean, there I, seems, I, there I, seems I, to be a lot of focus on Patrick Troughton's here. I know that a lot, a lot of his, a lot more yeah. of his is, is missing. I think I think that's you what know. it is. I think I think there's still a hell of a lot more Hartnell than there is Troughton, isn't there? Out mm. there. Oh you, yeah, you know, yeah. Existing. So yeah. Um, to it, I, it I, can, I, I can understand that there's you know to bring it to do the the Troughton actually can give you a bit more of a broad broader in, input onto what that Doctor and Companions mm. was like to people. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, I mean, obviously it's, you know, it, it follows directly on from, uh, oh, what was the, it was a Sideman story, wasn't it? This follows, I think, doesn't it? It follows on from? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't remember, remember an episode. From the moon base. It follows from the moon base, I think. Yeah. I mean, saying, I can only just remember on one from from an episode from about three years ago. Don't start asking me. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> oh dear. Well, anyway, I mean, I'm I'm excited for this to come out. I really am. You know, I I, I can't wait for it. And as, as you say, it it will fill the gap of uh, no who yeah. next year. It really will yeah. do. Just need something for around about August, <laughs> yeah, and then November, and we'll be fine. We'll be absolutely fine. 
Because <laughs> <Just, laughs> we are we are now struggling, just, aren't we? So <laughs> just stop the shakes a bit. Because <laughs> folks, once we've done the the finished off our, I mean, how long have we been doing this series one retrospect with Christopher Eccleston? Yeah. We've only got a few more episodes of that to go, um, and obviously next year we'll be returning back to um, big finish and, and target novelization reviews. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to be pretty stuck with what to do after that. We might actually... We, we, I think we've got to have a bit, a bit of take stock of what the plans are for the Who's yeah, podcast yeah. next year. So yes. we're not entirely sure at the moment. So we'll um, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, um, now last up of news before we get on to stats. Um, pointless awards news. Um, did you know of something called the I Talk Telly Awards, Paul? Um... Not, not since I won it that year, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won the I Talk Bollocks Award. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was the one. Sorry. <laughs> um, I knew it was one of them. <laughs> no, um, I, I didn't know. Apparently, it's an annual Twitter poll. Um, a Twitter poll. Jesus Christ. Um, and this year, Doctor Who's won two awards. It's picked up the um, the best returning drama category. And Mandip Gill was voted best newcomer. Right. Um, I think basically sort of voted on having not a lot to do in Doctor Who, really. Yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, fair enough. It's it's nice that Doctor Who's back in the public consciousness. But again, it's not really because it's just a um, a Twitter poll, really. Yes. That's all it is. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it's nice, know, but there no, you are. No, 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 nothing against. Uh, but Yaz is probably the most underused character yes, of this series. Indeed, indeed. So yeah, that's interesting. It's the uh, won the award for most person on screen. It looks like they're just standing there on Twitter. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's amazing, isn't it? Absolutely amazing. But uh, the Twitter ra- now runs its own award ceremonies. Mm. Good God! Yeah. Okay. Well, there we are. That's it for sort of like the actually some actually quite interesting news to talk about this week. Actually, some yes. exciting news, and also disappointed at the same time. But um, but anyway, for the final time this year, let's go over to Omega's stats corner. Right. So um, the Battle of Ranskarav Colos overnight viewing figures. Um, it got five point three two million. Uh, which a 26.4% um, share of the total TV audience for that uh, particular evening. Um, obviously, that that night, the final of Armour Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, which John Barrowman didn't win. He came third, actually. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Um, had 11.6 million. That, that that was the winner for that night. Um, yeah. and that's not surprising. Yeah, exactly. Strictly Come Dancer got 8.98 million, because that was the uh, semi-final um for the results show and uh, David Attenborough's Dynasties um once got six point three three. So um it says the Coronation Street and Emma Dale pushed uh, Doctor Who down on the weekly chart. Though they think the top twenty place is likely when the final figures are released next week, which of course we're not gonna report on because we we we'll be off air until the new year. So um oh, no, surely we can do a special <laughs> Break off from the turkey and do a special. Oh, maybe we could. Just just the breaking news. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, it takes you away. The official ratings for that um, got 6.42 million viewers, uh, according to Barb. Um, 
And the for the last time, we're going to go through the four screen dashboard um, figures. We've got uh, additional 77,000 people watched it on their PC, 55,000 people watched it on a tablet device, and 47,000 watched on a smartphone. And that makes Doctor the 22nd most watched program of the week ending 2nd of December. Yeah. Now, the audience appreciation score for It Takes You Away was 80. So, um, but I have heard on the grapevine that the, um, I don't know how true this is, but the AI for Battle of Ranscore have Colossal 79. I mean, yeah, no, I'd heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, not particularly high scoring come the end. I know scores around about that, those figures aren't, isn't anything to worry about. No. As, as we keep saying, when you get down to about the 60s, that's when it starts to get a bit worrying, but, um... When it's not even hitting like the eighty threes and to eighty five bracket, which it usually does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, it's still, and it doesn't say whether it, that score is appreciated more by the female audience, as they've been saying on previous weeks. I've got absolutely, yeah. absolutely no idea on that at all. No. So. <laughs> so slightly disappointing. Slightly I, disappointing. It is. I. I, don't, I just don't know. I mean, the. And I'm not really sure because you know it takes you away was by far not the worst episode of this. No, so God no, God no. Whether it's you a know. cumulative effect of people that are slightly becoming disillusioned, I don't know. I don't know. It, it just seems to have found its niche now, hasn't it? Yeah. To be honest, we had that yeah. the high the highs of the the opening episode, um, which I think everybody's going to think, oh, this is going to be brilliant. It's moving it to Sunday nights is going to pay off. Blah 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 and. Well, it hasn't. It's it's gone back to where it kind of was before. Yeah. With with Peter Capaldi, so maybe that is it. Maybe you know, it's not a case of you need to. Um, how can I put it? Sort of reinvent the show. I think this is what it is. Yeah, it's got its audience now, and yeah, that's it. That is that what is they it. are. Yeah, but um, but mate, well, as I say, well, when we do a little series recap at the ends, we'll um maybe sort of go into that in a bit more detail because that's sort of yeah. kind of skipping to the end somewhat. But um, but there we go. Um, so that that's the final news uh, for 2018, the final stats for 2018. Um, but before we get onto our review of the Battle of Ranscrav Coloss, coming up right after this is a little review that I've done for the Doctor's Villains uh, DVD from Real Time Pictures. So um, I'm going to say for another year then, that was the news. Those of you who are familiar with the Mythmakers range, the brainchild of producer and director Keith Barnfather and Nicholas Voice of the Daleks Briggs, will know that the first of these interviews with the stars of Doctor Who was released way back in 1984 on something they used to call VHS. Fast forward to 2018 and real-time pictures now called Time Travel TV are still making Mythmakers films amongst many other productions in what seems to be a never-ending quest to interview as many surviving actors as possible from Doctor Who. However, some of these Mythmakers films have been released in what we could call a box set format, with the release of The Doctor's Range. These DVDs feature collections of Mythmakers interviews, which have so far mostly centred around a particular Doctor. But the latest collection from Real Time is called The Doctor's Villains, 
which is a collection of interviews from the Mythmakers range centred around actors who have played some of the most popular villains from Doctor Who's history. This particular DVD contains six features around Roger Delgado, who of course played the Master, Ian Collier, who played Omega in Ark of Infinity, David Goodison as Davros in Destiny of the Daleks, Peter Miles, who made Nida so memorable in Genesis of the Daleks, Bernard Archard, who starred as Marcus Scarman in Pyramids of Mars, and Julian Glover, who played the Scaroth and Count Scarlione in City of Death. Now, first up on this DVD, and the exception to the rule, is the Roger Delgado Mythmaker film. Of course, Roger Delgado was tragically killed in 1973. So instead of an interview, this is a biography of the man featuring interviews with those who worked with and knew him. And one of the things that shines through is that he was a real gentleman and was an absolute pleasure to work with. Of course, as this is Roger Delgado, this features archive interviews with John Pertwee and Nicholas Courtney talking about their time working with Delgado on Doctor Who. And of course, we have Sergeant Benton himself, John Levine, who is well known for elaborate stories that seem to centre around himself rather than the topic at hand. But on this occasion, one particular memory he relayed about Delgado helping him with his performance, I believed him. Roger Delgado just come across as very well respected and a loved individual who was taken well before his time and this film is a very fitting tribute. But the other films on this box set are individual interviews with the actors themselves. Now if you expect interviews purely dedicated to the Doctor Who roles you're going to be disappointed. But if you're interested in the life of an actor then you will certainly not be disappointed. The reason these actors are included in this set is because they play villains and looking at the actors here only the once. So to have a 50 minute interview surrounding their time playing a role in just one story is impossible. So what we have here is each of the actors talk about their life and how they got into the business and of course their time on Doctor Who. Some of the individual Mythmaker interviews also contain convention footage, particularly with Bernard Archer and the Julian Glover interviews. One thing that is different on this collection is that Nicholas Briggs, the usual interviewer on these films, is noticeably absent and provides linking material between each actual question posed to the interviewee on the majority of interviews in this collection. This can make for a somewhat disjointed and unnatural interview, but this is just a very, very minor complaint. But there is one thing that stuck out for me, and that is the sometimes melancholy tone that pervades the actor's answers, in particular the interview with Ian Collier. In his interview, filmed in 2006, he discussed being diagnosed HIV positive and how after that diagnosis the acting work for him had dried up. It's always a terrible thing to listen to actors not finding work after a successful period, but it's more often than not being no longer in vogue or casting directors deciding that an actor can only play a certain type of role. But to lose work due to ignorance is particularly sad and I think a downright outrage. But it is interesting to listen and talk about their individual careers, how they got into acting in the first place, the different roles they played, and of course their contribution to Doctor Who. A particular highlight is the interview with Peter Miles, where he talks about his time on Doctor Who and the convention circuit with great affection, and we even get to hear him singing jazz as well. But I think the most candid and straightforward interview is Julian Glover's. While he doesn't give much away about himself, he's very forthright in his views on modern television and on his opinions for the tendency for shows to go for a, a soap opera style format which he doesn't particularly like. I wonder what his views on modern Doctor Who are then. But there is one sad thing about these Mythmakers films, and that out of the six subjects in this collection, only Julian Glover and David Goodison are still with us. And while possibly with the exception of Julian Glover, none of the actors here are really well known outside of Doctor Who. So that's why the work from Keith Barnfather and the folks at Real Time Pictures, for me, is so important. 
Without them, the wide and varied and interesting lives these actors lead or led would never be discovered. So to sum up, if you're a fan of Doctor Who or just a fan of listening to actors sharing their stories, The Doctor's Villains is well worth five hours of your time. I better thank myself for that then, really, hadn't I, Paul? So, or, or what well, would you nobody else will. No, exactly. No one's going to thank that. <laughs> oh, dear. If it was funny introducing myself, then actually saying thank you to myself as well. <laughs> That's it's really the odd. Fact that you, it's the fact that after you introduce yourself, you muttered something under your breath about yourself as well. I, like, I did, actually, oh. yeah. I hope they didn't come out on the microphone. <laughs> Run with Tanker, I think, actually, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Okay, everybody. So, um, well, yeah, but there you go. That was that review. So now on to our, our last review of Doctor Who for the year. Um, now we're going to talk about the Battle of Ranskorav Kolos. Nine cries for help, all coming from the same planet. Oh, another cheery one. Here we go. Who are you? I can't remember my name. Where is the object? <laughs> I know that voice. Right, so it's the uh, the Doctor Who finale, and um, you have the um, the honour, Paul, of going first with with our with this review. So, uh, what did, what did you think? I actually liked it. Okay, okay, not, not not in a not in a you know oh this is one of the best episodes ever sort of way, but no, no, no. as in a, in a in a pleasant way to spend fifty minutes. It was yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, yeah, there was I, nothing sort of earth. Shattering about it. It wasn't your your usual series finale, was it? No, I mean, yeah, it was just it was just a a a, a, a normal episode, and I'm not too bothered about that because I, I think some of the series finales were just so overblown. <laughs> yeah. Previously. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and particularly the well, <clears throat> the RTD ones were overblown, and the Moffat ones were all just so busy trying to wrap up. Every single, yes, yes, Freddy yeah. open during the series that yeah. the story sometimes becomes secondary to just him showing how clever he was to have sneaked that in, or yeah, I, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I mean, this was a very, very low key finale um, yeah. com- compared to what we're used to, and I, I don't know. It, it was just wrapping up. I think that what we've learned th- for this series of Doctor Who, it's been more of a it's more been sort of character driven, yeah, more than anything else. Rather, sort of, and wrapping up their own um, sort of personal arcs. If if, they, if there was been a an arc during this series, it's been each character had a personal arc, except the Doctor. Well, actually, yeah. I, actually, the Doctor and Yaz, I should say. Yeah, this yeah, series, this has all been about Graham and Ryan, hasn't it? Yeah, which came to the the well a conclusion. Yeah, this. And 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 I'm pleased to say, a different conclusion to to what I was thinking it was going to come to. So well, I, th- that, I think been... I think we we were all thinking, really, because I, th- I think a lot of people thought. I know the only time that the Graham Ryan thing is going to resolve itself is when Graham's dying, um, which, which didn't happen. Did you actually? Did you see that? Um, you said um, last week when when um, Ryan called Graham Granddad. Yeah. And you said you did a little yes like that. Did you see that? Um, I, I, I'm I'm assuming it, this the, is it's not been 
sort of um, tampered with, but the people watching it in a in like a large gathering, when he said, Grand, yeah. everyone cheered and started jumping up and down. Did you yeah. see that? Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was quite cool, to be honest with you. <laughs> but we even got the little fist bump this week, didn't we? Yeah, sort exactly. Completed yeah. The, the bits that were... Yeah, completed. It will come full circle now with that, hasn't it? So, yeah. Um, I mean, one, one of the things, actually, with this episode probably is the fact that we knew they all survive. Mm. Because in releasing the photo for the New Year special, yes, and bits from that, they obviously released a photo that had all four of them in it. Well, it it kind of took away any potential drama or threat yeah. by by doing that. And I don't know what it is about the BBC; just can't help themselves, can they? No. And now they've announced what for who's coming back in the next series, which has also sort of done exactly the same for. The New Year episode. Well, I mean, this is the this is the thing that I mean. Ever since the sort of like the you know, the BBC's been held to account for for everything now, and and they're not allowed to lie. No, but but there's there's a point of not allowed to lie, and there's a point of you don't have to tell everybody everything. No, exactly. But I think that, I think this is the problem. I think that the BBC is actually sort of backed into a corner where they're not actually allowed to tell any sort of like half truths just to keep no. fans, you know, fans of TV. I'm not talking about Doctor Who. It could be any TV show. Yeah. You know, of of you know, keeping things back or or telling the odd the odd little, odd little white lie here and there just to just a bit of misdirection. Hmm. You know, keeps people on their toes. But there is this, this complete and utter transparency now. I think he's he's. Huh. he's Ruining things, but no. But between what... now, between now and the the New Year episode, mm. all they had to say was we'll be back in twenty twenty with Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor. Yeah, that'd have been fair enough. You know, you did, they didn't have to give the other details. No, they didn't. They really didn't. Um, I mean, if you if you think back to the um, oh, what was it when the next Doctor. Was coming yeah. out when I think well, on, what series it was now. Um, it was end of series four, was with the next doctor, was it? Because that was, wasn't that sort of like the first of the, the specials, wasn't it? I, do you know, I can't remember. Or was that end of series three? I thought it was end of series three. You might be right. Do you know, I cannot remember because it but, was between Martha leaving at the end of series three and, and Donna coming back, Donna coming back, yeah, series four. Um. Yeah, really. What what they did there? All they did was sort of like next time, and it's the Cybermen are back, and that's all they gave you. Yeah. Didn't actually give any. There was no real trait. It was just like you had the stompy noises, didn't you? Um, yeah. And that and that was your little tease for the Christmas special. Could have just left it at something like that. Yeah. To be honest, I would have been perfectly happy with that. To be honest. Because yeah, the actual just... what, the little the post credits. Um, trailer was very very short I mean, ultra short yeah. it gave nothing away but then they followed it straight away with a proper trailer so see but then last week you was complaining about the fact that they hadn't done proper trailers well, so. well no, the thing is at, at, at the end of the series they can't seem to get the balance right with these trailers no. I think it's what we said last week they either give nothing away or they give just a little bit too much away too much yeah and I know, I know you could argue that the the full trailer they showed for the New Year's special again didn't give a lot away, but 
it, it, it's kind of did at the same time if you've read those Daily Mirror reports. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. But, yeah. We will see. We will happens. see. We will see. But um, anyway, anyway, back onto this story. Um, I'd, I'd like, I mean, we've, we've got some feedback again. And one of the things that has come up in the feedback, it's the first thing I thought of as well, Pirate Planet. Yeah. It's the first thing I thought of when I saw those when we found that they're like the you know the shrunken um, planets they've, they've captured there. Um, well, I mean, it was the know. two things, wasn't it, Pete? That's been said about this is key to time because they look like bits. Of, yeah, yeah. Actually, I actually think people actually thought it was. I mean, the things fans will always link it back to something in the past, weren't they? So. Oh, I mean, I mean to be honest, I don't think this is coincidental. You could be right. I, yeah, I suspect this has been. Written, I, I, uh, yeah, definitely. I think this has been written as a nod to the pirate planet. Yeah, and I suspect the design, in the same way as I think the, obviously the, Kablam messengers, were a nod to the bus conductor. I, I don't, I don't think any of this is coincidental. No, I think yeah, they're they're pretty much saying all right. You know, we we've said it's going to be complete fresh start but look, look look what we've made it look like you know well yeah yeah i mean i mean i mean in this episode you got the the doctor talking about you know use the tardis to tow the earth back to its proper yeah. place and and turn a slovene into an egg into an egg yeah so um yeah I, so yeah there's, there's i mean we've said this during our other reviews or, uh, you know or discussions we want to call them that there's there's been constant references to the show's history um, since this series started, yeah, but like I said, I don't, yeah. you don't mind as long as it's not integral to you. No, no, to understanding what's going on. What's going on, no, then that's fine. And if, and if you've never watched, never seen the Pirate Planet, you wouldn't have ever taken that no, reference. No, as, exactly. As being exactly. anything, or or have seen the Key to Time, you wouldn't have. Yeah, it's it's just uh, sad old bastards like us who. <laughs> Who put these try and put these things together and make it fit, you know? So yeah, um, yeah. no, no. But like I said, I think I think I think there's there's definitely a case that they a this is written by Chibnall and that bit the bits in the pirate the, the idea thinking to, to the pirate planet is not unintentional. No, I don't no. think he wrote this and then showed it to someone else and they went, oh, isn't this like the pirate planet? To which he went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now you've mentioned Chibnall, I mean, what, what did you think of this? His, his sort of his first season finale. Um, yeah, I think this this is actually the the one I enjoyed most. That's been purely written by him. I think. Well, I, I think as as he sort of topped and tailed this series. Um, yeah, I, I I actually think that the, the series opener was good. I think it was a good introduction. Um, and yeah. it, sort of, it sort of set it out how this is going to be different. Um, okay, the stuff he did in between then wasn't so great. It really wasn't. Um, and I think he kind of redeemed himself to a certain degree with this one. Yeah, he's certainly not. He's certainly not his worst script. It's not the certainly not the worst episode of Doctor Who ever. Um, it's different. I think. I think there's one thing he has. He has established. Um, just by the just by this very low key season finale, which I think it, which I think is actually quite refreshing. 
Yeah, no, I did. I did. You know, I, you I know. thought, yeah, this is just this was an enjoyable episode. It didn't have yeah. to be anything else. No, than what it and was. okay, we we did get a direct threat against Earth. The stakes were higher than they probably have been throughout this series. Um, but again, it wasn't it wasn't overblown to any great degree. No, you know, but it, it's still a relatively small cast. Yes, it is. There's not, you know, the, the, we, didn't what, a, we didn't actually see, you know, uh, views of. People on Earth screaming and running for cover. And no, whatever. no, exactly. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think if there's one, I, don't, I mean, there's there's still a, a, a few sort of things with this. I, I like the idea that the the, the planet would sort of um, mess with your mess with your minds. Yeah, right? and that's where those sort of things, those sort of neuro blockers. But then he goes and completely forgets about that when the doctor puts those blockers on, on the on on the ux. Yeah. Um, so 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 she says she's changed it to to block, and then they just take them off and put them on themselves, without changing back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But not only that, it doesn't seem to have any real effect on on Yaz and the Doctor. They get a little bit of a headache. Yaz gets a bit woozy. Um, yeah, but I, that's I, I, it. I suppose there would be a time that you know you'd be before something could start having that effect on you. Yeah, yeah, like alcohol or something like. That. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's my kind of woozy, all right. You start, you start off all right, you feel a bit woozy, headaches. <laughs> then you can't remember who you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this, this planet was the planet of alcohol, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, that's my kind of planet, mate. Hmm. Telling you, Wait, my kind of planet. As in, full tracking comes in. I can't remember who I was. I went outside. I shouldn't have gone outside. Oh, exactly. No, <laughs> We've fre- all had those days. Yeah, the fresh air gets to you, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people. I've lost the people I came out with. I don't know where they are now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up this bus stop in Beckton. <laughs> yeah. A <Hey>, hey, Tony. <laughs> um, I think the. the, the, the one of the things that people complained about was that, you know, where was the battle? There was no battle. It, it all happened before the Doctor got there. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, th- I thought it, it looked quite... I thought the use of... I don't know where they filmed it, but it, it looked... Um, yeah, I, th- I think it looked okay, to be honest. I think where, where they inserted the sort of like the the the, the, the downed starships um, across the terrain yeah. looked... looked Looks Quar- good. have come a long way. <laughs> they have, haven't they? Yes, they have certainly come a long way since the seventies. Yeah. No, I thought it looked. I thought it was okay. I thought you know. Um... Yeah, I mean that that was brilliantly shot. And yeah. actually, the other bit we were talking about music earlier. Um, and when they first approach, they've seen the obviously the shrine, mm. and they start walking towards it. They get towards the edge of the water. The music as they're going there was pretty good. It was, yeah. But even for me to notice it, <laughs> I know that this is what this is what's amazed me this series because you you never pay attention to the music normally, do you? But yeah. I think I don't know. If it's because Murray Gold's music was, was slightly on the bombastic side. Yeah, I found, and um, and I think he did try to sort of change it slightly when. Um, Sort of like Capaldi's second series, certainly. Yeah. Um, he, he tried a few different things, which 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 I think worked really well. 
But I think because you got so used to his music because he did it for so long. And I did like what he did. Some, but, sometimes but, I felt it was almost competing for your attention. And then yeah, so I, and I, think, I think that's what you intentionally blocked it, blocked it off yes, so I could yes, yeah, concentrate yeah. on what I thought was the important bit. Yeah, I can certainly understand that. Um, but, but I think with, with Sega Nakanola's um, score, it's it's enhanced the scene. Yes. And it's sort of... It's just there in the back. I think because it just brings atmosphere, yes. rather than rather yeah. than anything else. It doesn't, you know, um, try to tell the story or to give you an insight into what's happening elsewhere. You know, or that something big is about to happen. It mm. is just building the tension or whatever in that scene. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I, th- I think his music's been outstanding. I think in this episode, it was used really well. Um, yeah, re- really did. Um, I think the the other thing that people said, oh, it's 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 going to be Tim Shaw, and those people were proven right. It was Tim Shaw um, as as the main bad guy in this. Um, to be honest, I thought he was used particularly well. Um, yes, but only right because... to, right to the point he just got shot in the foot, and that was in done. Yeah, really. I mean, he he was pretty weakened. He he couldn't, you know. To that extent, I mean, actually, that that scene, you know, that that scene reminded me of is Terminator Two, where he's told he can't kill anyone, so he goes around shooting him in the leg. Yeah, and this is what you sort of thought that Graham's the solution was here. <laughs> that wanted to kill him, told by the doctor he can't kill him, so he shot him in the leg. Shot him in the leg anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I like I like the scene between the doctor and Tim Shaw. Yeah, and he says, you know, he, the, when he gets the thing about um, the one thing that all living creatures want, and yeah. what's that? And he says, revenge. Like, that. and the yeah. way it cuts the next scene, it cut away from the Doctor and and Tim Shaw. I I really like that scene between them, actually. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, where, where where he was used the best in this, yeah, is basically the build up with Graham. Yeah. That that's that's why he had to be back in this episode. It's not actually because he was particularly needed to be the the baddie. Other than it needed, you needed to be able to see Graham's reaction to everything and how Graham was going through what stages Graham was going through to get to that final scene. Yeah, that's right. That's right. No, I I th- I yeah, I thought it was. Um... I, I didn't mind his return. I think it was always on the cards. Yeah, really. Um, so I, I don't think there was any 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 <laughs> any other way that they're going to close uh, this series through. And it made sense. Sure. It made sense to give the complete to help with the closure between Graham and Ryan. That um, this would be the one thing would be that the person that killed Grace had mm. got away from them. Yeah. That was unresolved, so yeah. there had to be. I mean, there was never any. There was never any doubt that the ground wasn't going to kill him. Um, but I, I don't know. Was it worth actually trying to, in, in, you know, introducing that little plot strand? Will, to to be know? honest, had we not had the fact that we knew Graham continued, mm. I think they, they. I think. I think they could have been. If they'd wanted to write him out rather than kill him, that would have actually been a good way to have written him out. Mm. Would to have had him 
killed Tim Shaw. Yeah. And the Doctor banish him. Yeah. For it. Which would have been a, a really interesting way for a companion to leave. I'm, yeah, I'm not I'm not conscious of that, of that ever happening. No, I'm trying to think of in the show's history. Never. No. Or maybe Chip and the trick there. Yeah. Well, yeah, but and, and the fact that the BBC, as we said, basically told us that Bradley Walsh was still going to be around after the end of this episode, that sort of killed their killed. any feeling that any tension. I mean, but that's not actually Chibnall's fault. I mean, Chibnall might actually have been wanting people. You know, that that was the whole pretense of this. That was going to be the tension in this episode, really, yeah. as much as anything was. Is Graham going to still be there at the end? Is he going to be killed? Is he going to be banished by the Doctor if he does if he kills? So, yeah, um, unfortunately, the, the 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 advertising machine of of the BBC, the BBC is not going yeah, to allow just, him that luxury, just, is it? Just so. totally didn't realise what, what what was going on. Yeah, I mean, I do wonder whether did Chris Chibnall approve anything that went out before this episode. Or did he actually just see that and go, oh, that's that. <laughs> yeah, that's that ruins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because actually, I mean, again, again, this is, this is, we're going to have to get a little jingle for the, for the, for the, isn't Bradley Walsh great <laughs> section of our <laughs> podcasts at this rate? <laughs> Can we get home saying it's Walsh again? <laughs> um, because, you know, just from the moment where, you you know it's confirmed to us. Well, you know you realise that it's Tim Shaw. From that moment on, I mean, he hardly said anything until they get outside, and he has the chat with the doctor. Well, again, but from, he, but, but, he, but he does, that, it, he does you, it with a look. Yeah, you That's know what exactly like. what that chat's going to be about just yeah. from the fact, and he doesn't overplay it. I mean, most of the time he's, he's just you know completely stony faced on it. As you could, but but it is the fact that you know what's going through his head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was no sort of like you know he's full of like vengeance and furious anger yeah. or anything. You know, there was you know there was nothing like that. No, um, there's, there's, there's no running for a gun straight away. And I, where is he? Well, I'm going to get him. Yeah, it is. You know, it was as it, soon as I. It was just that, to let you know. As soon as I find him, he's dead. Yeah, exactly. But I think for, for I think for the first time this series, the Doctor was kind of given had a bit of steel to her. Yeah, really. I, 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 particularly with that bit with um, with with Graham, actually. Yeah. Um, also flippant with Tim Shaw as well. Yeah. We, we haven't had a lot of the, the Doctor's arrogance from Jodie Whittaker so far this series, and it's not that's nothing to do with her performance. It just hasn't been written that way. No, it's all been a bit more, um, um, sort of how can I put it, sort of like open-eyed wonder a lot of the time. Yeah. So yeah, you had you have sort of had the feeling that it's all, it has all been still been new to the Doctor. Yeah. And not quite sure where it's this. This you uh, you hope is the, is the beginning of her character coming through. Yes. I hope so. Because I took, so. but because took no. Rubbish from anybody. No. Um, right from the start, you know, I'm not answering questions to someone who's got a gun. Yeah. And you haven't answered my questions. I'm not answering yours. Yeah, that's sort it. Sort of thing. That's it. Um, you know, just was totally was in control. Yeah. 
And I feel I feel the... for the for the first time this series actually. Yeah. To be honest. Um yeah, I mean, I think I think Jody. This I I think this is probably my my favourite um, story for, for the Doctor. I think yeah. so far. To be honest, I mean, I still don't like the whole fam thing. To be honest, that <laughs> there is there is still that that element to, to this incarnation of the Doctor where it's more human. It's like ten. We've said this before. It's like Tenant. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. too human. I want to I want to see that. Um, the alien side come out, or, or that the Doctor's reserve come out a bit more. Um, yeah, which, which, I, mean, I, which I, I think we had this episode, to be honest. I suppose that the, there's the fact that, with the feeling that that was what people didn't like about Peter Capaldi's Doctor, was mm. that it was sometimes too aloof. Yeah. That. The next Doctor, whoever, male or female, was probably going to go more to the the, the Tenant style. Well, I mean, let's be, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I mean, when Tenant was Doctor, that was the most successful period yeah. it's had since the show's come back. Yeah. Really, um, I suppose. You, I suppose you could say like Matt Smith sort of carried that on, really, because I think when Matt Smith took over, that's when it got really big in America. Yeah. So, um, so I, I, to to a degree, I mean, I I loved Peter Capaldi as the Doctor. Um, I, I think you know, I think I said this before. As much as I'm, I'm a, I will yeah. defend Stephen Moffat, I, he he probably didn't soften Capaldi enough for people to really engage with him. I I liked it, but it did yeah. turn a lot of people off. So um, I can't. I can't really blame them for wanting to go back to the, the, that sort of this incarnation of Doctor Who's golden years, really. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I've, I've, it's probably inevitable. Yeah. Um. But no, yeah, like I say, yeah, as you said, this this, this episode she was pretty much in control, probably until there was just a little bit where she's wandering backwards and forwards. Uh, as they're you know before realizing that they can use the neural things to block the signal, yeah, that you thought was a bit out of the control, but that that was literally just the only bit, wasn't it? Well, even then, you had the Doctor and Yaz both thinking about it at the same time. Yeah. So um, I, th- I think that the, the thing with Yaz, I think they have sort of paired her up more with the Doctor uh, yeah. a lot, and, and I think. Really, just to have the Graham and Ryan dynamic reach its conclusion, which it which it it has done now. So maybe next series um, they'll start going off in different pairings. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you still get the feeling that there is still at least one too many people. Yeah, and I I, I kind of hate to say it. Um, it's probably the Yaz character. Yeah. Just just because at least, you know, Ryan and Graham have p- provided a double act. Yeah. With each other now. That um whereas Yaz just seems to be the one that gets things explained to. Well, I th- 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 that's it's funny you say that because I've 
I've read someone else's um, there was an opinion I read about the Yaz character, and they, and they basically said that Yaz is the the eyes and ears of the audience. Yeah, it, it's the person asking the questions. Yeah. So as as the audience would do. So which, in a way, that that's fulfilling the what you'd probably call the the classic era role of a companion. They're asking the questions of the Doctor that the audience would be asking. But, it, but, it, but, it's, but it's come at the expense of any real character development, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, as you say, I mean, she has been overshadowed by the Ryan Graham yeah. combination, and particularly the fact that Bradley Walsh tends to... can, can seem to be able to steal a scene just by standing there. Looking into the far distance. Yeah, I know. Yeah, as you did here, hasn't really helped her. I don't think. No, Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. um... Yeah, as you say, it'd be interesting to see actually now whether that becomes more of a. They will split into different groups more often. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, What about the? um... I think all the regulars were 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 good. Um, Again, this this week. Um, Again, Bradley Walsh steals every scene he's in for me. Yeah. Um, what about the um, the additional cast this week? Um. Yeah, I'm. T- I mean, I think Phyllis Logan's performance was good. Hmm. Was it? Was it Andinio? Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not sure. We really got to appreciate their characters. Or no. who they were? No. Um, yeah, because there was because they was they they was. I mean, considering actually everything revolved around what they could do, mm. they were reasonably peripheral to this story. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not entirely sure how they fell quite so easily for, for um, Tim Shaw's. Yeah, you know, he he is the creator. How they, you know, I, I, Struggling to, to figure that out. It's all about the you know the faith and everything, um, and why Ivram would, would have gone along with it if if they can control um, the sort of like build things like that. They they could have easily got, to got rid of him. To be honest, um, well, I mean, I mean the fact that he appeared seems to be why they think he's the creator, but they're not a backward race that would think. No. Someone just materialising out of nowhere must be a god. Yeah. So that did seem to be. Um, there was no real explanation as to, to why. They particularly felt that he was the creator. No, exactly. Well, you can you can change the fabric of reality um, with with your mind. Then I, I, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't quite. I mean, you say, could have understood I... it if it had been during some sort of ceremony where they try they was trying to contact the creator. That he appeared, yeah. That you could think, oh well, that's that's why. But it, that didn't seem to be what was going on. Hmm. Yeah, I know. It, it, yeah, when he was... when he arrived. So I know, we, we, we've now found something else. We, we, we we're picking out of the story. <laughs> but um... but it is. But yeah, because yeah. they could have been. They could have that. That was an interesting. You know that that could have been an interesting story as to why they generally believed he was the creator and why they was doing something which they obviously realised was was not right and was wrong. Yeah, but felt they had to. You just didn't see where that 
bonds came from. I mean, I suppose you're saying this 3,000 years as 3,400 years and seven and mm. passed <laughs> uh, between him arriving and the situation where we are, where they're um, crushing planets for him. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, what's happened in that period, we don't know. No, but because we don't know, it sort of doesn't really tie that these powerful beings would be so gullible for one of once of another word. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I sort of yeah. I, I, I agree with that. So the good word to to use there, gullible. They did seem very very gullible. Yeah, actually. But um, even when they didn't disagree, they didn't agree with what they were doing, especially at the end when yeah, he asked them to um, target Earth. Um, that there was doubt there, but they still did it anyway. Yeah, you know, and so. then and then to suddenly just change sides so quickly, mm. you know, it's, if you're that fanatical in your beliefs, yeah, I can't see how just it changes so quickly. No, me neither. Me neither. Oh well, well, it, it's just a, it's just a, a minor thing. I thought they were, they were quite good. It's interesting they could change the. I mean, I mean again, it, again, it's 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 the time span of it, isn't it? If this was a four-episode series, mm. we could have had one series, one episode that was almost on the relationship growing between Tim Shaw and them. Yeah, and how and how that happens. Yeah, how he's sort of manipulated them. Yeah, and yeah. how you know perhaps the the trust almost become. The dedication becomes total, and then with each planet being uh, destroyed, that belief starts to weaken. So yeah. that when the Doctor comes along, but because it just never, we never have that arc, so it just doesn't really jump into the. No, you just you to make to, you, to you make it a believable the, relationship. Sort, we had the beginning, then we sort of skipped to the end, didn't we? Yeah, really. Yeah, I've got to be honest. When it, when the, when it opened. Uh, when the first scene after after the titles, where it's just like the the, the planet, and I thought, are we going to get a Chibnall voiceover? And I'm glad we didn't. <laughs> no, because he loves because all the stuff he's done previously, he usually starts with some sort of voiceover um, explaining what's going on. So we, we we didn't have that, thankfully. But um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, there's, there's not much to say because it was such a low well, key. Well, I- Episode. What has been interesting is another episode that looked like it could have had an opening scene than the tiles. Yes, it could have done, actually. And you wonder wonder what point they decided how they was written and how some of these episodes were filmed mm. before they decided on the fact that they was going to start with the titles and we wasn't going to get any yeah. cold open stuff. Yeah, it does make you wonder. There's been two or three that have started like that, haven't they? And you default. Obviously, now in previous years, this this would have been the opening bit. Mm. Then we'd have had the titles. And then the first bit back would have been 3,407 years later. Yeah. That That's almost like a Moffat thing as well, though, isn't it? So- yeah. <laughs> but, you know. But, yeah. That, uh, yeah did I, I did they have that? that and, then, and then afterwards, did. Did they have a look at it when in even maybe even in you know post production or you know sort of said no no actually we're not going to do this mm. we're going to do it different yeah 
I'm gonna have the titles up front. Um, where we won't do that. We won't, won't do that. Yeah, yeah. So, well, should we should we go on to um, on to feedback? Yes, because there's a, there's a there's quite a bit actually. So, um, well, first of all, again, thank you so much, everybody, for writing in during the course of this series of Doctor Who uh, with with your thoughts on the um, on the, what, what of what you've watched. We really have appreciated it, and we really have enjoyed um, reading them out um, to to all our listeners as well. So, um, we'll, we'll be asking the same of you for the New Year's Day special as well. So, I hope you hope you guys can rise to the challenge again. But uh, anyway, let's crack on. So first up, um, Facebook uh, feedback with Abby Peck. Hi, Abby. Um, Abby says, "Good episode," and I'm betting hard on who is the new who is in the New Year's episode. Yeah, well, yeah. So are we. So are we. So yeah. we're, we're not going to give away that particular rumor. So uh, thanks again, Abby. Um, next up, Craig Hanson. Hi, Craig. Um, says, "Not bad. It looked really good. A bit heavy on the exposition towards the end." Tim Shaw was a lot more menacing this time round. Also, Shay's a pirate planet. Eight out of ten. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Tim Shaw was a lot more menacing. I thought this time round. Yeah, and I, I said, so particularly in that scene with him and the Doctor, I thought it was good. Uh, next up, uh, 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 yeah. and we have the person that gets gratuitously killed again in this episode. Yes, <laughs> a, this is what this is what this series has actually had quite a few. It's one person gratuitously killed. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so thanks, Craig. Uh, next up, Jeff Waddle. Hi, Jeff. Um, he said, thought it was pretty good, but it didn't feel like a finale, though that may be because we are now used to a universe-destroying threat with everything thrown in. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what he said. Um, I didn't understand the bit about the planets. Were they returned to, the, to their rightful place? Um, yes, they were. I think we're led to assume that. Um, again, though, it felt like no real threat. Nine out of ten. I've liked this season more than most, but I'm still not sure about Jodie's performance. I can't tell if it's the writing or her acting. I do feel like she's a human. There's only been a few times that she's really looked like being the Doctor. The New Year's one looks good, though. So, okay. Uh, thanks there, Jeff. I, I kind of uh, agree with... We, I think we said yeah. the same thing. You know, we do for the Doctor's been a bit human this side. Yeah. But we've explained why we think they've done that. So, um so thanks again, Jeff. Uh, next up, Andrea Gill. Hi, Andrea. Um, Andrea says, enjoyed it. Some lovely character moments and high stakes without overdoing it. I think that's probably a good summing up there. There were high stakes. The whole planet's about to be shrunk. Yeah. And it wasn't overdone. It wasn't overblown. So, yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. And Andrea finishes up with, and Graham finally got his fist bump. Yeah. There we go. Thanks, Andrea. Um, James Rockcliffe. Um Okay, this is a different turn of events now. Uh, James says, Slow, uninteresting return of the most unmemorable villain in history. Aside from a few great lines, so bland. What were they thinking ending a series like that? Least enjoyable the entire season for me. Oh dear, James. Oh dear. Um, we, we we disagree on this one. Um well, thanks for writing in. Um, but, but at least at least you've got over a year now to be disappointed again. So. <laughs> Indeed. Take take some sucker from that there, James. Um, next up, um, Nick James, or Aussie Nick from the Faust Project, um, said, That was terrible. Magic aliens, idiotically high stakes with no sense of actual danger than a hand-wavy ending. Uh, one or two funny lines, but basically a tenant episode with a side order of gratuitous callbacks. 
The preview for New Year's Day was derivative. Really disappointed after a generally great season. Okay, thanks. So someone didn't didn't like that. So um, okay, Martin Havel from the Bad Wolf Podcast up next. Hi, Martin. Um, and and his comment he's damning with faint praise. Um, I think you're fine, Paul. So at least it was better than Last of the Time Lords. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Damn with faint praise indeed. Thank you, Martin. Um, Alan T. Butcher. Hi, Alan. Alan, give us his usual succinct uh, reviews. Jolly good. Thank you, Alan. Glad you You're paying it. him by the word again. Oh, I am a nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's 50p I owe him now. So. <laughs> uh, next up, Russ Hilton. Hi, Russ. Uh, he says, What made this a good episode was that the rest of the season was so meh. This was the standard we should expect from every episode in the season. What that means is that sadly this was an average episode of Doctor Who with a weak returning villain that was no surprise to anyone and the weakest finale since the show's return. Um, okay, I, I don't agree this is the weakest finale. No. I think Martin's some that would last, the, would say, last the time. I was going to say, Mar- Martin would disagree as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I don't think it was weak. I, I, I disagree. I think it was, it was just low-key. I think I think yeah. that's 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 the difference, really. But um, anyway, th- thanks again. Anyway, Russ, thank you for, for writing into us as usual. Um, next up, John Michael Lindsay. <clears throat> right, this is a long one, so brace yourselves. Um, as someone now involved in directing theatre, I'm forever looking for my cast to show "Don't Tell," using everything apart from the dialogue to convey how they're feeling. Bradley Walsh has become a master of this, more so in this episode than any other I've seen. If he doesn't get in the wall for this series, there's something wrong. He's become the Jason Statham Bruce Willis of Doctor Who for this episode. Sorry, he even became the Jason Statham Bruce Willis of Doctor Who for this episode. The episode started off well with the setup of a mysterious pre- uh, premise, followed up with a strong, methodical performance from Mark Addy. It was also nice to see the second of Downton Abbey's alumni, Phyllis Logan, Mrs. Hughes, appear as, as Andinio, following Siobhan Finneran in The Witchfinders. Um, Tim Shaw was an interesting return given a much stronger script this time but Yaz just seemed to be in the background in this story yeah yeah, I I think we we both agree with that that statement there Um, still too much constant exposition from the Doctor which pretty much everyone said here so far isn't it Um, yeah yeah yeah, probably come on to that later Um, so along with more than necessary flourishing again Overall, a great finale, but just a shame that after the New Year's special, it's another year before we get the next series. I know those of us that experienced the wilderness years won't be too concerned, but in this age of everything on demand, I wonder how many of the new fans might be lost because of this. That's interesting, actually. Yeah. That is interesting. But, um, hey, there is there is that argument, you know, that US TV series can chuck out Twenty some cases like twenty two, twenty three episodes a year, with with no break. Yeah, and some of them are more of they more effects heavy than Doctor Who. Why 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 can't the BBC do the same for ten episodes? They're trying. They're yeah. trying to. They're trying to you know, sort of like um, bat it away by saying, "Well, it's got a very long pre post production process." We'll serve a lot of other series, but they still manage to get it out year after year. So. Yeah, I, I think it just, and that there may be a worry that they just don't want to, to do that. You're then committing everybody to being Doctor Who full time. 
yeah. for as long as they're in it. Yeah. And then I suspect there would be, you'd get people that were doing one or two series at the most mm. and then would be gone. And whether they feel that perhaps they can persuade people to stay longer if they got some time between episodes to go off and do other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, no you could be right. You, you, they, they, I think, you know, that there is that that element of burnout, isn't there? Yeah. But it, it still makes I know you... uh, Tozen Cole's been doing theatre, hasn't he? Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. So, you know, if you're looking at trying to get an episode, a series out every year, are you basically saying to them, well, you can have a few weeks off now at the end of one series, and, but we want you back for... Um, read-throughs and whatever. Yeah. Well, I, in a I, month, you I know? Think, I think that and you can't do anything else. You can't sign up to do anything yeah, else. Yeah, I, th- I, I think that is that is probably the, the difference between UK and US television. That the, the US television, though, they proved you can put out series with long post-production periods year after yeah. year. But I think that all the people involved, once they sign that contract, they cannot do anything else. You, you are theirs, yeah. basically, yeah. And if, and until if they get rid sa- of you. You know. If you're in such a hit show in America that they want you to be doing that much stuff... And they will pay you shitloads of money to stay there as <laughs> there, well. There, there, there is that which the BBC cannot be throwing at no, no, exactly. Jodie Whittaker, Bradley Walsh, etc. to say, you are signing your life away to this show. Yes, because we, um, we pay you so much we now own you and your yes. souls. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. 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 So anyway, there, um, yeah. there's a, there is a sense that they need the cast on board to do it for as much. I mean, you know, it, yes, they're they're not on the breadline. Um, no, but, no. But there exactly. has got there has got to be a sense that you're doing it because you like doing it and yeah. want to do it to be able to keep people in the show. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. So. Anyway, let's get back to the feedback. We've got some a couple, two emails this week, actually. Uh, first of all, Ian Key has written to us again. Hi, Ian. Thanks very much for writing in again, mate. Um, now, <clears throat> here we go. He says, well, to be honest, after about 20 minutes, I was sorely tempted to switch off and put on the Season 19 Blu-ray, which Amazon, other online retailers are available, had delivered a day early. Not sure how anyone else feels, but the realisation that the Doctor had caused whatever it was and Tim Shaw wasn't as big as a plot twist as it could, should have been, and the decision by Graham not to shoot, as I mentioned, was hardly a shock either. It was alright, but it felt like the season went out on a whimper rather than a bang, which is a shame. Overall, I feel that Jodie's been great, but let down by some poor stories. Bradley Walsh, however, has shone throughout. Anyway, season 19 beckons and I'm ready to be transported back to a 13-year-old me watching my first new Doctor in 1982. I'm glad he he ended that with me. Yes, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's finished up with Have a Fantastic Christmas Both. We'll be in touch in the new year. Cheers, Ian. Thanks very much, Ian, for writing in. Shame you didn't enjoy it as much as we did. Have a good Christmas yourself. Yes, indeed. Have a good one, mate. Have a good one. So, and the last bit of feedback we got is uh, from Simon Ryder. Hi, Simon. Uh, first time writing into us. Thanks very much, mate. Um, he says, "Hi, guys. Now that the series is over, I thought I'd share my thoughts. First of all, all I have to say, I really enjoy Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor. She has enough quirkiness to be Doctorish 
whilst being decidedly her own version of our favourite Time Lord stroke lady. Being the first woman in the role was always going to come with its own set of expectations and challenges, and I feel Jodie has dealt with, with it all very competently. The scripts have been a bit up and down. Rosa was the best for me, and I can't say I hated any of the episodes, so on that front, a decent series. Could have done without Nibbler eating the hospital ship and last week's frog, to be honest. I think the t larger TARDIS crew is fine, though sometimes they seem to struggle to find enough things for them to do each week. Yaz, in particular, is a victim of that problem. Yes, we totally agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, speaking of the companions, the standout highlight of the series for me has been Bradley Walsh. What a superb actor he is. Overall, not the best Doctor Who, but nowhere near the worst either. A solid enough start for the new regime. Regards, Simon Ryder. Thanks very much, Simon. Thank you. I yeah, know you, thank you. So you've been saving it all up for the end of the series there. And I think, really, this sort of brings us up to our sort of series recap, really, or, 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 or summing up, I would say. Yeah. Um, I, th I mean, should I go first? Yeah. Yeah, right. okay. Yeah. Um, I think I, I can't disagree with anyone else here when, and we've been saying it all series anyway, Bradley Walsh has been the, the, the standout. Yeah, really. and as someone as someone said, if he doesn't win, at least some sort of award. Yeah, I think it was even, uh, even it was if John it's from Michael, Twitter. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> it was some twi pointless Twitter poll. Yeah, who gives him an award? Yeah, I, I totally then, agree. Then, yeah. then he's got to be because I've not seen many performances better than that this year. No, I in haven't. any type of program. No, no, and I, I think to all those people who thought, "Hey, just a quiz show host, or he's just a comedian." Um, well, that shut you up basically, because yeah. because he has been utterly and utterly outstanding this series, and I think I hate to say it, I think he's um, overshadowed Jodie Whittaker in a in a debut series. Um, yeah, I'm not actually too disappointed in that hmm. because there there was a fear that it was going to become the Jodie Whittaker show. Because well, well, of it, the... well, it is called Doctor Who. <laughs> yes, no, no, but I know what you mean on that. But yeah. it should be well, it should be the Doctor then. That's you know, not the actor playing the Doctor that's mm. the centre of attention. And because <clears throat> I think Bradley Walsh has least hasn't it hasn't all rested on her shoulders. Perhaps no. it's more the more the the point of this yeah it, if it, if the series was was dependent on her performance and her performance alone yeah then that is a hell of a lot of expectation to place on somebody yeah and yeah. would you not know always you're not always going to be liked <clears throat> by everyone but because he is i mean to be honest i think they've all been good i think the casting for this I mean, whatever you think about Chibnall as a writer or a showrunner or whatever else, mm. I don't think you can complain about his cast, you know, the, the actual uh, decisions in who to, to make as the main cast. Yeah, yeah. Now, I I think that's one of the... I, th I think Jodie Whittaker has been a good casting choice. Yes. Um, I think the... I think the moment the way they've written the Doctor for her, they I don't think they've quite grasped what they want to do with the Doctor yet. What kind no. of what kind of personality the Doctor's going to have? Um, 
but, but, but people could, could disagree with me. I mean, but, but I think the I think what, what you what you said about the uh, the expectation placed on the the person playing the role. Yeah, that there always is taken on on a, a role such as such as the Doctor. Yeah, but I think there was, as you say, there was extra expectation put because it was Jodie Whittaker was, was the first woman cast in the role. And I think there was a, and we know that there was as soon as that was announced, you had the the, the not my doctor brigade started, and then you had yeah. the the other side of that is say, oh, it's fantastic! I've I've finally got a voice. The woman's been um, cast in the role. Now I can enjoy Doctor Who again, and blah 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 blah. But I think even I think there's been disappointed people on both sides of the fence because I think a lot of those people who were quite vocal about Jodie Whittaker being cast as a good thing have gone quiet, really, as the series has gone on. And I think I don't, Wait, I don't, what, I don't know what, what, I don't, what I don't, we've I, got, what we've what we've ended up with, yeah, and what we've got is obviously an actor playing the Doctor, and the fact that it's a woman rather than a man actually hasn't made any difference. Well, actually no, I I think it has, but but not to the not to what everyone's thinking. Not to the point of that oh it's ruined the show for me it should always be a man. I I don't agree with that at all. I think what I think what's disappointed people um is the fact that they they cast Jodie Whittaker, the first female doctor. And the Doctor hasn't been hasn't been given any of those big hero moments. Do you see what I mean? They they sort yeah. of, they sort of toned the Doctor down slightly, and I think maybe that's maybe that's what's disappointed people who were really excited about a, a woman Doctor. But it's not, but not because anybody else has had that. It's just not been that sort of show. No, no, it hasn't. I th- and I think I think that's the thing. I think that there's that there's been that element of thinking that they haven't really seen the Doctor being really. Yeah, I hate you that this expression, but really kick ass. Yeah, yeah, it but, hasn't but, happened. Yeah. There hasn't really been so, that big hero moment for the Doctor yet, has there? But to a to a large extent, that is because um, this the one thing about this show is it has been really character driven. Yes, I think all the way through our, our favorite bits of the episodes. Are usually when it's just two people talking to each other. Mm. Yeah, we've said it there. In this episode, it was the Doctor with Tim Shaw and the Doctor with Graham. Yeah, um, we've had various bits of Graham and Ryan. You've had the Doctor and uh, the King in the Witchfinders. Yeah, that scene. Yaz and Ryan. In Rosa, when they was out in the alley, yeah, and it that they have been the highlights of this show, and that's what this show has been about. It's not been about heroes and no, it's villains. It's, it's, it's been, not even been, It's not really been about here. Yeah, it's not as, as much as you're saying she's not the Doctor's not had a chance to be a hero. There hasn't really been that sort of villain that has needed no, that. No, that it's it's been a more of a, a, a reflective series of Doctor, and I, I yeah. think I think this is what a lot of people have, have a lot of problems with. Because you haven't had any big grandstanding moments from the, from the Doctor. There's been no, as you say, you know, it, the, you know, the universal threatening terror. You know, everyone, yeah. as you said, people running through the streets, scream that that you had with, with RTD yeah. at, at the end of every series. Um, 
it's just been a lot of a it's been a quieter, more reflective series of Doctor Who, and I, I don't mind that. However, I do think the quality of the scripts has been really up and down this series. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, the new showrunner, as as a big hand in that. Yeah. To be honest, um, I think he started off the the opening episode was great, and I thought this the the series finale was good as well. What came in yeah. between was wasn't that I, yeah, brilliant. I, you know. I, yeah, the, the, there was always the fear. I mean, when you sort of realised how much had his name on it. Yeah. I mean, we were slightly worried beforehand, but, you know, you've got to be... If you're taking that much of the, the show, you've got to be an exceptional writer. Yeah. And and this... And, 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 so well, this this brings me on to about the, the series break. Yeah. Actually, because this gives people, the production team... Yeah, time to figure out. Okay, what works and what didn't, really, and they, they've got a longer time now to get this right. Mm. So, it, so it, I, I'm not, I'm not too bothered about a year's break, to be honest. My, my thoughts on that are slightly the opposite, really, in the fact that if they was trying to do more, if they're trying to do more more quickly, yeah, actually, Chibnall might have to have stepped back from the writing. And had to bring in people to do the writing well, no, well, because no, he, well, no, mate, the mate, times wouldn't well, have been there. But with the extra year, he might think, "Oh, that's all right. Yeah, I've got enough time to write another five episodes for the next series." Well, there is that too. But then again, he, he, he also gives him time to reflect on, "Okay, that didn't work. What can I do better next time?" And mm. um, I'm not, I'm not quite sure though if history is. I'm being more of a glass show, half show, person here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm just saying, I'm not so sure whether history has shown that the showrunners of Doctor Who sit back and think, what did I do wrong? <laughs> true, that's true. But I, th- I think that the, the, the thing is, though, it's there's a lot of people already crying for, for Chris Chibnall's head and to be sacked and removed and get another showrunner in. Um, I think No, I, I, I don't agree with that. I, I actually think no. he's, he's, a, he's a good showrunner from the point of view... He has managed to keep a lot of this a secret. Yeah. Um... And there has been, we've gone into episodes of Doctor Who completely blind and really I mean, not I, knowing I, what's going to happen. And I've liked the style of the episodes and I've liked the fact that we haven't had, I mean, the only arc we've had is the Ryan Graham one. Yeah, yeah. Really. Um, and I've liked that and the fact that, you know, ev- the next episode can be completely different to the last episode. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah, from that start, I just, I just think there. It would be nice to see other writers given a chance, mm-hmm. and yeah, let, let's take it from there. Take I just there, don't yeah. see <clears> that <throat> the showrunner needs to be writing half the series. No, I I I do agree, and maybe that's one of the things you'll think about. You, you yeah. don't know, but I think I think you know. He does need another series to get things wrong, or you know, hmm. to, to sort of like silence the naysayers somewhat. Um, but if if he doesn't improve after that, we might be saying, okay, you've had, you know, you, we've had enough. Yeah. You, 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 you've yeah. had your Alan Partridge second series, and it's it's not got any it's better. Time for Monkey Tennis, <laughs> <laughs> or you Foster with Chris Eubank. But so, on, on the whole, I think no. I think this this series has, has looked fantastic. Um, I've liked the music. I've liked the direction. Um, 
yeah, it's like that. They just they have tried to do things differently. Um, yeah, which are like the 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 ones I've got to be hand on heart. I don't like the TARDIS interior. It hasn't grown on me. I'm afraid. Um, if that's the one thing I've not liked this series, it's the TARDIS interior. I I it just hasn't grown on. It's too. The set's now too small for me. It's too dark. And yeah. that bloody console is too low. Have you ever noticed any time Jodie Whittaker does anything on the console, she's bending double. You're just, you're just worried that if you ever get a set tour, it's playing about on that console is going to do your backing, aren't you? That's uh, what you're worried what? about. It will do. That's it. it will knacker my back completely. <laughs> <laughs> and with your knees, you can't even kneel down to use it. <laughs> no. For the waist down, I'm completely buggered, I'm telling you. Actually, I might rephrase that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, well, I was getting a slight explanation as to why your knees have gone there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it. No, it, it hasn't grown on me. I don't like the crystal interior. I'm afraid. I, th- I thought it might be a grower, but it's not. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the fact is, we haven't. Had, this is probably the most we've seen of the interior this episode. Yes. Oh, we saw we saw the uh, the. Um, uh, the the custard cream dispenser once it's not been seen again. Yeah, that's pretty pointless, wasn't it? Oh, I mean, actually, <laughs> actually, sorry. Now we're talking about it. I'm starting to. I did like. I mean, talking talking about scenes in the interior of the TARDIS. Yeah. I now go back to this episode. Yeah, uh, I did like the the little speech about with Graham and the Doctor at the beginning, like saying, "Well, do we have to go there?" Yeah. And it was like, well, yeah, yeah, because everyone else has passed it by. What are we supposed? To, are we supposed to leave them? Mm. Which I think really, again, for you know, is definitely the Doctor. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, we'll never leave you know anyone in, in yeah. distress. Yeah, and, and even more from just from a curiosity point of view as well. You know, there's this. Oh yeah, that's that's that. You know, there's there's nine nine distress signals. They're all coming not from just from the same planet, but the same area of a planet. Yeah. You know, even if they hadn't, if it just been an anomaly, not distress signals, that that would have been enough to. Yeah, it would have. It would have been more than enough, wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 um, I quite like that. But I. But I mean, I think just to sort of sum up this this episode, uh, was it this series, and and sort of bring this episode to a a, a close. I think the. I think that this series, while it has been up and down with the quality of the scripts, I think that the quality of the acting has been consistent. And I think there's, I think Jodie will make a great Doctor. Yeah. Um, and I think that, um, you know, there's a, there's a promise of, of a lot more to come. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, there's not been a question, I don't, I think the questions as to, all the cast members have been answered by this series. Whether, you, whether you've enjoyed the episodes or not, I don't think there's much in terms of you may not have liked the some of the writing, mm. but I don't think there's any questions as to that character just doesn't... That person just can't play that role. Mm. No, no, they've all played the roles well, yeah. I think. They really have done. And I I'm actually am, you know... There is definitely, I mean, to be honest, to me, the the, the disappointment that there's no who next year mm. other than the New Year special <clears throat> is really the fact that I can see. I'm. I mean, I really want to see how this develops. 
Yeah, and you just you got you got to wait another year to find out. Yeah. 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 Or possibly two years. Yeah. Depends on when it goes out. But um Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Well I think I think that just about wraps it up really, doesn't it? It does, we yeah. We enjoyed it. And then that wraps up the um Who's he podcast for twenty eighteen. So we're done. Um when I say Who's he podcast for twenty eighteen, I will there will be a video podcast um released just before Christmas, actually. So but this is this is the last audio podcast for for this year. Yeah. Um I say Paul and I will be returning along with the doctor um in the new year to review uh resolution. Yes. Here we are, and then we're going then we'll tell you what we're gonna do after that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yes, we've we've got yeah, figure out what we're gonna do. So, um anyway, I suppose really it just leave um leave us to say we'll have a very merry christmas everybody um yep. thanks for listening to us over the last year and um happy new year to you all at home as well yes there we are so um it's merry christmas from me phil and merry christmas from me paul to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who podcast alliance.